Hi, and welcome to this edition of our podcast, Your House, Your Home, where we take our effort to look at your house, learn how to turn it into your home. We're going to be discussing everything from actual products in your home to services that can help and trying to determine all kinds of things that can increase the value of your home. All things discussed are the opinions of myself, Paul Berry, and my guests. And so we are not endorsing any products or brands unless otherwise noted. And as I say, every time if somebody wants to write us a million dollar check to sponsor your house, your home, we will take your money. And so with that, let's get into it. So welcome. Tracy, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be back from my forced vacation. Yeah, back live in our podcast world headquarters here. So you didn't enjoy France? (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for those of you listening, that is Tracy Wiggins with Alamo Real Pro Inspections. And next up is Katie Ross with... How's it going? Uh, wonderful. How are you? Good. Katie is with Remax Associates, and she has got you know just everything and anything to do with real estate. And then uh, we are welcoming our guest today, who uh, I have known Jay now for a few years. Uh, Jay Beeler, who is the owner of Window Genie here in San Antonio, and we're going to be talking about anything and everything having to do with their. Uh, the windows in your home, how to clean, maintain, and then we're also going to be talking Christmas lights. What? So, you know, I'm excited about that. Uh, Never really had a person who dealt with uh, Christmas lighting specifically. So with that, Jay, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Look forward to being here and talking everything and anything about the home. We are uh, looking forward to this. Number one, and it kind of is apropos here in San Antonio today, it is very cold, at least in terms of South Texas, San Antonio weather. It's, uh, I think, in the 30s or low 40s out right now. So I had to wear shoes. Yeah. Oh. Closed-toed shoes. That never happens. I know. Yeah. No flip-flops today, huh? I know. I like my sandals. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's why I live here. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, my daughter yesterday, she got home. She lives in Oklahoma City, and she got home to no electricity. So it was cold, it was dark, and she didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I wouldn't like it either. And uh, she had not planned very well in terms of having, you know, blankets out and stuff ready to go already. So she was having to deal with that. But I think right before that she was going to be turning in, the lights came back on. So I think Right when you don't need them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Jay, uh, again, thanks for joining us today. Uh, what I l- always like to start out with is uh, just how long have you been in the business and what got you into the business with Window Genie? Absolutely. Uh, we're the only Window Genie in San Antonio currently. We are a franchise. Been in the business for three and a half years now. Um, rounding into our fourth year of holiday lights as, as well, which we can get into a little bit later. But uh you know, I came from a corporate background, like a lot of people. and uh, Ding, ding, ding. Was, I've got the shirt. There you go. The box is checked. And uh, like Paul, we were right-sized, and uh, it was time for us to look at a different opportunity and go into business for ourselves. So um, excited. Um, it's always a learning. You know, every day is a challenge. It's a fun challenge, but um, you learn something new every day, and that's that's the best part of owning your own business is, is continuing to learn and, and truly serve people, and that's the part of the business that I enjoy the most. Wonderful. The, uh, 
we'll just start out by talking about you know your your basic or your core business and that is washing windows and so if you want to give us a little bit of information about that Absolutely. So, you know, Window Genie in general, it's you know, four core services. The biggest of those four is window washing, window cleaning, uh, gutter clean out, pressure washing, and window film. Um, obviously, in Texas, film in the summertime is very, very popular. But year-round window cleaning, uh, a lot of people don't realize when they're looking out their windows. You ask them, have you had your windows professionally cleaned? Oh, nope. I've got Windex and I've got towels and it looks good to me. Oh, this, that doesn't work? No, it, it, depending <laughs> on your level. If you've never had them done, it works great. Got it, got it. But after you get it done professionally and they yep. see the difference, it's the OMG effect on their face and the big smile. And next thing you know, they're calling every six months, hey, I need my windows cleaned. So, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing, especially during the spring season when pollen drops. That's the biggest thing. You want to get all that green off your glass. Um, you know, having ladders, nobody wants to get on a ladder. Um, that's why I've got the young guys working on the team today. They know how to climb the ladders, how to do it professionally, safely, um, you know, being insured. That's a big deal. So we want to make sure everybody's working safe and sound. Um, but it's amazing what just a little professional window cleaning can do for somebody's mood, for their house. Uh, it makes it in. And you know this it, as well when you're trying to sell and buy. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. When you walk into a house that has clean windows and you can see the outside light coming in as opposed to kind of a funk over the windows it's <laughs> much more appealing to the eye when it's clean windows couldn't agree more i mean we've worked you know with realtors and it's just having screens on windows it's you know some of the suggestions pop those screens off put them in the garage the inspector's going to see them they're going to count them how many windows you have how many screens you have no problem uh, but cleaning windows like i said i wasn't in the business before i've been a diy person um learned it myself, went to training, worked with corporate. Um, they put on a robust program. And uh, not that I do it anymore physically day-to-day -day because I'm running the business, um, but uh, it's just making sure that uh, our guys and our team and our staff are taking care of you know the end user at the end of the day. And that's really what it's all about for us is just that customer service. And you'll probably hear that theme from us, but uh, you know, I think in, in the franchise world and even in the service industry, that's what you're going to remember at the end of the day. We may have missed a little corner in a window or, you know, a gutter clean. There might still be one little leaf in there. But if you develop a relationship, you know, that's where it's at. And that's what we want to do. We want to make sure we turn a job into clients and customers for life. It, it's not windows, but it's glass. And I'm going to put my two cents in here is uh, we have solar panels on our house. And I called Jay and had his company come out and window genie came out and the, as he was speaking a few minutes ago about the pollen, the pollen that had kind of, kind of settled and then the rain kind of mixed it into a mud and then the South Texas sun kind of baked it into a brick. Uh, it, the, the before and after of cleaning the solar panels to me was amazing. So, uh, and he and I have been talking, uh, about the performance of the panels once the cleaning has taken place and the increase in the performance. So, you know, those of you out there that have solar panels, 
Uh, Jay is a great reference point if you're looking to have panels cleaned. If you had, hadn't even thought about uh, having your panels clean, it definitely makes a difference or whatever. So just like the windows on the house, don't forget about the glass that you have on your roof if you have solar panels. Oh, you bring up a good point. You know, it's it's that filter that, uh, you know, Katie talked about earlier when you walk into a house and you kind of see just a little haze on the glass. That's the same thing that's happening on solar panels as well. And that's just, it's a filter that's slowing down to your photosensitive cells and you're not going to get that, you know, that functionality. Exactly. Yeah. And we live out, I wouldn't say that we actually live in the country, quote unquote, but we live out and we have a lot of cedar trees around us and oak trees around us. And that's kind of what got me thinking about it. You know, originally was, is we looked at the green mist of, you know, dust that was on the cars that were parked outside and other things when the oak trees, you know, pollinate and everything. And that, that got me to thinking and got me to paying attention a little bit more to what the panels looked like. And so just like it, that it gets on the glass of your windows and sticks, it gets on the glass of the, the solar panels and sticks. And so, you know, a lot of people I think probably think, oh, well, the rain will wash it off. And it's like, no, <laughs> I only wish that, you know, the rain had washed off, but no, it didn't. It, you know, it, like I say, it was night and day difference. The rain actually makes it worse instead of better a lot of times. Yeah. It makes it a caked on mess. Yeah. So, Jay, I have a question for you. How often, then, do people need to clean their windows? That's a, it's a good question because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, we really suggest, and you can go as often as you want, but, you know, twice a year is really kind of standard. You want to do the inside and the outside of your windows. Um, a lot of people, you know, think, well, I, I can clean the inside. I can get to those and I want to save a little money. And, and that's fine. We have we have no problem with that. Um, I always kind of educate and just say, have you had your interiors clean before? No, you haven't. Let us clean one of your windows just so you can kind of get a feel and better understand the difference of taking whether it's a bottle of a cleaner and a microfiber towel or a paper towel versus using a professional squeegee and having it done and wiping the edges. Um, you know, so twice a year really is standard. Um, we've got customers that do it quarterly. Of course, commercial is a little different. Commercial typically will go monthly um, because they're servicing so many people and their windows are going to get dirty more often. Uh, but the biggest is the dirt on the outside. And like Paul alluded to earlier is you've got to scrub the glass, just wiping it is you're just smearing it around and it kind of looks clean, but it's really not. And going back to really cleaning glass, one of the things that we do, especially on the exteriors, we use a four-aught steel wool. That's a steel wool, if you go to Home Depot and Lowe's, that's got four zeros on it. Um, and that's for polishing, and it's fine steel wool. You don't want to use any of the other steel wools because you'll scratch your glass. But that's what's going to pull all the contaminants out of the glass. And so we're using our water and soap with the steel wool and scrubbing that exterior glass. And the reason we do that selfishly is because on repeat business, it makes cleaning go a lot faster. It keeps your windows clean much longer. And um, like you said earlier with the pollen and everything, and even with the rain today, we can clean windows in a light drizzle rain uh, because the rain is not bringing dirt. It's what's ever in your glass and on your frames. So that's one thing a lot of people are like, well, you're scheduled to clean my windows today, but it's going to rain. No problem, man. The water's not getting, that's pure water. It's not going to get anything dirty. We'll clean your glass. If you have a problem or any streaks later, we'll come back. What about um, screens? Do you also clean screens? Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those um, extra services that some people never open their windows. And so they're not concerned about screens. They're not concerned about the tracks underneath. 
Um, but we do clean the screens and that's just a catch all for pollen and dirt and everything that's floating in the air. So, you know, if you can clean those every time, every six months, you're keeping them nice and clean. It keeps the health of the material, um, in place. You know, it's the polyester, um, fiberglass mesh. Uh, it just, it makes more attractive, especially on the front of your house from a curb appeal perspective. But for those that open their windows, they don't want that wind blowing anything that's caught in it into their house. So clean screening, track cleaning, um, you know, there's detailing frames. There's a lot of different things you can do. We do storm windows, you know, occasionally. Um, those are a bit of a challenge, as you can imagine. Um, but, you know, it's, it's uh, one of those things that my guys, you know, they take pride in what they're doing at the end of the day. So is everything a la carte kind of is, is that the way it works? The way we do it, everybody's a little different, but the way we do it is we just, we're, we're transparent in our pricing. You know, you get a call and says, well, how much does it cost to clean a window or, oh, you know what? Is it a two story? Is it a three story on the side of a hill ladder? How many times am I going to have to move the ladder? So, you know, there's things that we can do, but the easiest and simplest way we found is you want screen clean, you want track clean, you want glass cleaning, um, you want solar panel cleaning, whatever you want. We line list everything out. No obligation. You you want that? Great. You don't want that? No problem. Because you've got screens you can remove from the outside of the house. You've got screens now with the windows that tilt in. And people put plantation shutters so you can't tilt them in anymore. And you got to stick your fingers down there. So there's a lot of different things, you know, that we do. But um, we just find the a la carte seems to work best for everybody. That way they can choose what they want. Well, and I would say it would also probably depend for people choosing whether they're going to have a professional do it or do it on their own what type of roof they have. Absolutely. You know, it it all comes down to budget. Um, but you know, they're going to, they're going to pick and choose what makes the most sense for them. And, you know, we, we have to use our ladders or, you know, luckily for window cleaning, we don't have to tie off and do, you know, like roofers have to do in that situation. But there's a lot of windows on the second story that you, you know, you got to get up there and figure out how to do it. You know, the innovation that Paul saw uh, that we can talk about is we can actually clean windows from the ground on a second or third story or fourth story, and we do it for a few homes. It's a water-fed pole, mm-hmm. and it's a pure water system, and it's a three-tank system. So just like the, the rain is pure water, we've got a three-tank system. We hook up to the faucet, and it, it has more or less than 15 parts per million. And we all know San Antonio is hard water. Right. And you take that water, and people think, oh, I can just take my garden hose. That's the last thing you want to do at the end of the day, because eventually when they see it and it dries, they're going to call the professional. The professional is going to charge you a lot more because it takes time to clean it, not necessarily restore it, but to pull that calcium out of it. But by, you know, there are certain situations from a safety perspective, we do work with our water fed pole from the ground. And it was a perfect example. We got to play with it on his solar panels from the ground. He's got a one story. But we were down from the ground playing with it, and then we had to get up on a ladder to use it in certain parts as, as well. But uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, well, yeah I, I, would, I would also think with clay or tile roofs that walking on them is not necessarily as easy as it might appear to be. Yeah, yeah you know, number one, it's safety is always the biggest concern. Sure. Um, not only for the homeowner's house and the homeowner, but for our team as mm-hmm. well. So we want to take everybody's safety um, into concern, and you know, clay in particular. Absolutely don't want to walk on it. We have a lot of barrel tile. It's made Mm -hmm. out of concrete, uh, so it's a lot thicker. So you can get up there when you have to, um, but it's really our last resort when possible because you just want to make sure if you can do everything from a ladder, 
Um, there's even safety features, you know, training. Everybody says, well, I have a ladder. I'm like, well, do you know what the proper angle of a ladder should be? You know, well, no, I have an A-frame, but I just tilt my A-frame. Well, that's really not the safest thing right. to do. Right. Well, uh, you were talking earlier, and for those of you who are listening that are in South Texas, the uh, you're aware of how hot it gets, how uh, baking the sun can be, and some of the other things. So, Jay, you were talking about uh, coatings that you apply to the windows uh, to help with that. So uh, how about a little information about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, especially now when you're building a new home, it's technology, right? Every six months, 12 months, you know, two years, technology changes. And the window technology changes. And we clean single pane, French pane with the little squares, grids on the outside, all the way to the newest and latest and greatest glass that's out there today. And a lot of the, the new glass that's coming out has a coating, especially double pane glass. On the inside of the double pane, there is coating that a lot of times um, it's called low E. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's like, oh, I'm going to get more energy efficient glass. It's absolutely a great thing to do. It's a definitely a step in the right direction compared to the builder grade that they used to have in their house. But now you're talking about window film, and that's a true coating that's laminated to the glass. And that's really going to be what's going to stop the heat, the solar energy that's coming in at the end of the day. You know, window film, you see, everybody's used to it in South Texas with their cars. And so the first thing people think about with window film is, well, I, I don't want it to be so dark in my house. We're not putting limo tint on your windows. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's a totally different ballgame. And there's, and there's different laws and rules for automotive. Um, so the minute I pull out one of the darkest films that we can do on a ceramic material, I put it up to the glass. And the first thing they're like is, oh, I can see the color. I can see red. I can see green. I can, it enhances the color actually at the end of the day. So, you know, there's, there's different levels when you pull up to a gas station or a Seven Eleven. you see that real shiny silver film, you know, that's got dye and silver and aluminum in it. And there's a reason it exists is, you know, from a price perspective, um, but it reflects, it hits the silver and reflects. So when you go to a house and you see somebody put tin foil in their windows, they're trying <laughs> to reflect that energy at the end of the day. But, uh, can you we know, not encourage that please? I'll try not to, I was just especially say, for Aw. somebody <laughs> trying to sell homes. It may not be. The yeah. Best. It's not the look you're <laughs> yeah. going for. Yeah. yeah. Not, I don't have a wide market looking for that. Usually HOA stomps that out. Yeah. So that I think we're true. good. <laughs> so the, the films, are they uh, popular in the commercial world? Yeah. You know, you get it, you'll see it uh, everywhere. And there's films that are so light that it doesn't even look like you have film on your glass at the end of the day. So um, there, there's a different range you can go, as I say, as dark as you want to go. Um, and then there's different materials that make up. So on certain materials, you can go what we, what we say is very, very dark, a 5%. Um, visible light transmission is how it's measured. And I'm not, I don't want to get too technical, but uh, if you hear me say VLT, it's the visible light transmission that's coming through. So the lower the percentage, okay, the more energy and, and glare you're going to be blocking. The higher the number, the more light you're going to be letting in. So you're going to be letting in naturally more energy. And so there's different reasons people do it. Number, the biggest reason is I'm sweating. It's summertime. I'm sweating. We're running the AC 24 hours a day. Well, let's put something on that's going to block that energy. That's going to make you feel better at the end of the day. And there's other times where people just want UV protection for 
uh, paintings, upholstery, uh, exactly carpets, all of that. Um, you know, when somebody says, well, we're going to stop the fading, it's not true. We are going to dramatically slow the fading with 99% UV. Um, and that's really what you're trying to accomplish at the end of the day. When you got wood floors and you got a carpet on it, then you pull that carpet back. And if you have no film, you're going to see a difference between what the carpet, what the floor looked like and what it looks like today versus having coating on the glass. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that's, it's not out of reach of anybody. It's affordable. Uh, there's different ways you can go. It's not just for high-end homes. Um, you know, it's not just for, you know, hotels. Um, window film's made for everybody. Um, and I certainly encourage people to definitely look into it because, you know, the alternatives are solar screens. And if you just want to have a dark piece of mesh on the outside of your glass to try to block some of that glare, that's you can do that as well. The nice thing about film is it's laminated to your glass. You don't have to add curtains. You don't have to add anything uh, to it. It's easy to maintain. It's easy to clean. Um, you know, so again, it's just an aesthetic thing. And, and you've seen this on many homes right. too. It's, you know, solar screens work, but you've got to clean them too. Right. The old version of film has, I'll say, very... Um, poor installation practices where there's a lot of bubbles involved in them and you can see them from a mile away. Well, I thought you meant old, like black and white, you know, no. film, you know, no, so, no, oh. no, like bubbles that you see when you walk in the house and that's the first thing you see. Yeah. Um, is that technology changed so that that is so part addressed? Of, yeah. Part of it is installation. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it can be technology. A lot of it has to do with proper installation. Okay. Um, you know, you you driving down the road and we all see that 1995 Honda Civic that's got the purple bubbles in the back of it. Right. Um, and we've seen it. And so it used to be a very, very dark brownish black tint. Um, and just over time, what happens is in that particular style, there's dye. There's actual dye in that tint. And that's part of the process of that tint to help reduce the energy. Dye fades over time. And that's just part of the education process. And so technology is... There's still dye film available, but there's ceramic film where there's uh, no metal and no dye. Interesting. And, and there's other films that have precious metals, magnesium gold, that are insulators. So it actually attracts it, um, catches it, and then re-radiates it out. So there's different levels of film technology. But for the most part, when you see bubbles like that, um, it's an installation issue. You've got to make sure you take the time. And this is what I've taught my team, uh, you know, of putting film in is, you have to purify the glass, make sure all the dust is gone, make sure everything. We turn off air conditioners in the summertime because you're just blowing little microparticles in there and anything gets under there, it could, you know, cause that problem to happen later. And uh, that's what we want to avoid. You're always, when you're cleaning glass around the edges, stuff gets underneath there. And when we put our solution, it's just like a wrench. You put something in there, something's coming out and we dry it. You do it again, something may come out again. So, it's these called these tiny, tiny little micro bubbles around the edges. Mm-hmm. Um, there's standards in window film, you know, that you're supposed to stand six feet away, look at it from this distance. And if you get up close to it, yeah, can you see a tiny little bubble somewhere? Absolutely. But it's not affecting what it's doing. It's just making sure you definitely don't have a quarter size bubble in the right. middle of the window. <laughs> that's, that's more like what I was talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I like to clarify for people. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, 
I'm going to change gears here a little bit and talk about another uh, part of your business that is happening currently, and that is uh, decorative outdoor lighting that you do. Uh, I will say, call it Christmas lighting. Uh, so tell us how you got into that and then you know a little bit about what you do and how you do it. Yeah, absolutely. We do Christmas and holiday lights. Um, we actually started installing, believe it or not, September 30th was our first install. September wow. 30th. Yeah, I feel like we're behind the eight ball now. Exactly. When's the last time you walked into Lowe's or a Home Depot in September and not seen Christmas and all the stuff you well, know happening? It seems like everything backs up even further. Yeah, in 2020, this is the fifth year of 2020 so absolutely. far. So. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I did notice that Pam and I were in the box stores this weekend and it was Christmas everywhere. And it's like, you know, it's not even Halloween yet. And they're already so, you're late. so yeah, yeah. But obviously so Halloween. Thank goodness I, you're here, Jay. I know. Thank goodness I think you're here. Halloween starts in uh, July, just so you know, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me check my calendar here and make that make that update. So, so yeah, so lights. I mean, we do roofline lighting. We professionally install. So when you're driving by houses or commercial sites and you see all those lines, nice and straight, warm white winter lights, those are a little different than what you're getting at Home Depot and Lowe's. We actually have the wires that you, we can cut them, put plugs on them, and make them fit the house properly. Oh, wow. So you don't have to pull out light bulbs like, well, I got to go from this peak to that peak. And, and we see this a lot with homeowners. And they just take out the light bulb and put a little tape around it. And sometimes they just leave the lights in and, you know, they're not concerned about the straight linear lines. Um, so, you know, our guys are professionally trained to put the lights directly on the house. So we design it. Um, we create where the lights are going to go. We've got proper clips that go onto gutters. Uh, shingles, um, you know, clay tiles, whatever it may be. So there's really no damage in installing that type of stuff. Um, they've got so many different uh, clips out there now. Um, and it's made, it's all LED. Um, that's the way everybody's going, less energy. Uh, you drop one of our bulbs on the ground, typically it's not going to break because it's an LED. It's got a clear plastic cover on it. We do multiple colors. Uh, we do a lot of warm white of traditional color is great on houses. Um, but what we're seeing this year, especially with, you know, this kind of long and weird year we've been having, we're seeing a lot of multicolor and a lot of colors coming in today. And that's just kind of going back to a lot of childhood memories. So when you install the lights, you supply the lights for them? Absolutely. So for our service, it's really, there's multiple things. We have customers who call say, can you install our lights? And that's something we don't do. And it's not that we don't want to do it, but the reason we have our lighting program it's a turnkey service. We, we have a manufacturer's warranty against defects. So we install the lights. We maintain the lights during the season. If a light bulb goes out, you call us. We send a guy out there for one light bulb to change it, fix it, tighten it, whatever may happen. After the season's over, uh, we take them down in January. So you've got them all the way through the new year. We take them down. We diagram them. We put them in our shop. We go through and we tune them up and get them ready for next year. We've got a box with your name on it. We store them, and then we call you, you know, July, August, and say, time is coming soon. We're October just preparing. October will be here. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> don't September be a Paul Berry. You know, schedule now. Don't wait till the end. Well, part, yeah. of, part of the challenge is every year the business grows, too. Sure. And, and we're not, obviously, the only lighting staller uh, in town. But you've got to take care of your repeat clients because they're expecting to be there. And part of doing that is they join the lighting program. We want to make sure that you can put the lights up. And the big question is, well, I don't want to turn them on until Thanksgiving. No problem. We have a uh, photosensitive cell timer. It's already plugged in at your house. It's on off. All you do is pick one hour, two hour, three, whatever you want. 
just turn that dial and you're ready to go. So you don't have to turn your lights on before Thanksgiving or before <laughs> Halloween. Even if they're installed in July. That's right. And we have done Halloween lights for people too. You know, they want orange and purple. And then we go back and we can switch out and do red and green, whatever it may be. Um, but it's it's a fun process. And so we do a lot of roof lines. We wrap trees. You see, we do tree trunks. We do a lot of the branches, so you see, give it some life, so the lights are going out the branches, especially on those beautiful oaks that we have in San mm-hmm. Antonio. Uh, we do stake lighting. We can do um, uh, around windows as well, and that's, I mean, really, really pretty when you see that just nice straight lines in the windows. We actually attach it right to the glass. Wow. I'm, I love LEDs, uh, the kind of new both for regular lighting and for Christmas lighting. Uh, I tell Pam all the time that I think that you could use one extension cord and light a complete commercial runway, unlike what you used to be able to do with incandescent bulbs, that there were about two strands was all you could get on a single extension cord or you'd blow the little fuse that Before was in them. Before you blew the fuse or the breaker. One yeah, the yeah, one yeah. of the two. And so, you know, the, the new LED lights, the light that they put out, how easy they are. And then the other thing is, you know, uh, at least when we put ours up, uh, broken light bulbs uh, seem to be a thing of the past, uh, as you were saying. They're not really a bulb. They're a, a diode that has a little cover over light them. Light-emitting diode. That's what we yeah, learned. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, it just kind of makes it easier. And you were saying you actually do have other occasions that you'll do lighting for? Yeah, right now, I mean, the big focus is holiday lights. Um, but like I said, you know, Halloween, and, and I put lights up on my house as kind of the test house too. And, you know, there's lighting programs out there that you can control from your phone um, as well, or much more costly. Um, sometimes they can, you know, be a little more challenging just because technology can be challenging sometimes. Um, but there's different processes in place. Uh, eventually, you know, we're looking at outdoor lighting as well because it's the same concept. It's, you know, doing outdoor lighting for restaurants and stuff like that as well. It's it's a matter of contractor grade is the big thing versus what we call retail grade, um, where our light should last three, four seasons typically, where maybe retail can last that long. Um, but the, the gauge of wire is typically thicker. Um, and to your point on an LED, you know, we can run two, 300 bulbs and, you know, our, our little extension cords that we actually make are a lower gauge wire than typical Home Depot Lowe's um, extension cords. And we plug, I mean, we've plugged customers lawn ornaments into it. So everything turns all at one time and that's the excitement and the joy they get at the end of the day of, Oh, it's at five thirty yet. Well, that's not coming on yet. This side of the house isn't coming on yet. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Do you so, also sync it to music? Because I've we, seen that. Yeah, we haven't gotten into that yet, <laughs> um, but that's definitely coming down the road. We did receive one call this season about it, yeah. and I, you know, and we'll be the first to tell you what we can do and what we can't do. Sure. I mean, transparency for us is we want to put them in touch with the right individuals, and I'm like, give so and so a call and see if they're doing that this year, um, because there's some there's a lot of new technology coming out, and just trying to really keep up with it and make sure that uh, because anything that we do, we're going to stand behind. Uh, we're going to make sure it's done right at the end of the day. And, um, you know, so I do a lot of testing um, on a friend's house in my house just to make sure we feel comfortable with everything. I feel like you need to test my house. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was just well, a thought. 
So he's not taking the bait. I know. Yeah. I try. I try. I try. All of a sudden, he got quiet. Yeah. yeah. I was like, "Where's that cricket?" So speaking of Tracy's house, uh, do you have a particular customer that stands out in your mind as being, "Oh yeah, they're they're like wacko with with Over all." Are you trying yeah. to call me wacko? Yeah. Wow. I didn't like oh that. no, no. I didn't like not that. directly. I uh, obviously. Hopefully, they don't listen to this podcast. But, uh, <laughs> No, we've got um, we've got a couple customers that, and, and I'm not going to call them wacko, but as, <laughs> as, as yeah. people say, <laughs> that's not very nice, right? Yeah, okay, you know, like, oh, well, okay. Should have called me wacko. Yeah. What yeah. happened? Yeah, so you know, go. hey, they're, welcome they're, back. They're color light fashion forward, or you know, we we come up with some terminology for them. But you know, when people call, well, how much does it cost? It's like, well, you know, it ranges. Sure. You know? I mean, there's you can start here at this level, and you can get as crazy as you want at the end of the day. And, you know, we can do three, four, five thousand dollar jobs and we can do five hundred dollar jobs. So it the level of what you're getting and what you want to do, it ranges. But, you know, simple roof lines, um, when I say simple, you know, you're probably at about a five hundred dollar beginning price to get out there and get the guys to do all that stuff. And as you add things or you have very complicated roof lines, the wacko meter goes up. So, you know, we did a, a typical house will take. 100 to 150 bulbs, as we call it. But one of the houses we did last year, and this is our third year going with them, and they're a great customer because they keep adding and adding. <laughs> and they it's their one season of the year that that's where that's sa- they're saving for those. Co- and they like to do multicolor. We started with the roof lines. Um, now we're doing, and they live on a corner, and we did 400 bulbs around the corner in stake lighting. We outlined all their walkways, and so I mean, you just drive up, and it's like, Incredible. okay, you, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you you don't have to go rent the movie, you know, uh, vacation with the Griswolds because now you've seen what that house looks like. I'm yeah, gonna but need the, the address to take the grandbaby. <laughs> yeah, the wacko meter is turned up on that particular Absolutely. problem, you know. So I'm curious because so people would let's say start with a package and so then the next year what is it just paying for installation since they've already purchased the lights so or kind of how yeah, does that work it, uh, it's discounted down in future years depending on unless you're adding something new to the package but um, the way it works is it's it's an insurance program where we're going out there because as much as I'd like to say everything is going to be perfect and luckily I think we had out of 40 or 50 residential homes not our commercial side two or three times we had to go back and just tighten some bulbs. So the, the technology and the quality is there. It's most of the time, it's very rare. We have to change a bulb. It's, we got to take, it takes longer to get the ladder off the truck, put it up next to the house to tighten the bulb, to put it back on the, and tie it down <laughs> and, and, get and there. go. Yeah. And that, but that's what you're paying for at the end of the day. It's, it's we, one of those things that we want to make sure that there's different programs out there. People can buy the lights, they can store them in their garage, and then they got to make sure that that company is still around next year to install them. And we get those calls a lot. Hey, I own the lights. I cringe. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I totally understand the program that you had. I'm like, this is what we do. If things change, let us know. And we had a gentleman last year who, not high on the wacko meter, but very <laughs> oh, middle, okay, got it. middle of the road there. <laughs> and I felt bad. And I passed them along to different people. It was like, please, can you just install these for him? And nobody was doing it. So I went and looked at it and, um, they actually started hot gluing lights to his roof. Oh. And, um, I said, okay, we'll use your bulbs, buy our wire, <laughs> you know, let's do this right. Yeah. And, um, so I sent on the proposal and an hour and a half later, um, he said, let's do, let's work with you. And I said, just so you know, we're based in San Antonio. We're five miles from your house. 
so you don't have to worry about us not coming down from another city. And and that's what you want to be careful for. It's just like roofing. There's, every time there's a hailstorm, every roofer there's from Dallas and Houston, yeah. 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 you want to make sure you've got somebody local that you can trust and depend on. Well, Jay, I want to go back to something that you said earlier, and because we kind of talked around it, but I, specifically I want to ask the question. So theoretically, what is the window of opportunity for people like what is the earliest that they should be contacting you about getting them put up? And then again, the the time frame of when you would go to take them down. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, I'm going to say September when you're doing your shopping for lights and companies that you want to interview and make sure they have their insurance and all that sort of stuff. If you can start in September, at least start kind of checking in with people and see, you know, what are their programs like? What are they doing? Um, that's a really good start because, like I said, we're not the only one and we're not the only one every day installing lights. I mean, now you're talking about most companies are going to be working seven days a week, you know, 24 hours a day as much as they can, because the, the, even though we've extended the season, it's a season, you know, Christmas comes one day a year, December 25th. And it surprises so many people every year. Absolutely. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, we had an install last year or two years ago. They called me on the 23rd of December and we were able to go out that day, and I, I, I pleaded with them. I said, are you sure you want to spend the money on these lights? Because, you know, I want to make sure that they're making the right decision too. But it was for their grandkids, and they wanted color, and I, I totally understood where they were coming from. But to answer Paul's question, we can do it all the way up until Christmas. Now, the, ca- the caveat to that is what inventory is left for all the sure. installers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we carry a certain amount of inventory and we continue to buy. And even our distributors run out of inventory. I mean, we do lighted wreaths and we've, you know, it's like, hey, we can put your lights up, but your wreath is going to take a week before it gets here. And then we'll come back and we'll install your wreath if you want to do that. Um, so, you know, it's just as you get closer to Thanksgiving, um, it's going to become harder and harder to get an install date because a lot of people are going to be booked up and a lot of people are going to start running out of inventory. Well, I want to step back to the insurance part as well. It's very important when you're putting somebody on your roof or on your property even that you make sure that they are properly insured and it's not going to become a liability for you instead of a blessing. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize, especially with service industry, um, you know, whoever's on your property, if something happens and they're not insured, it's it's on it's you. On you. And that's one thing that you have to understand. If somebody gets hurt, they've just taken over that person. So, you know, it's one thing I, I've never understood. Is every time I send a quote out, and I've sent a quote to Paul, uh, insurance, here's our general liability. You can prove it. A lot of time I ask, you know, no matter if you work with us for lights or windows or gutter cleans, just make sure they have insurance. Right. Well, hey, do you have insurance? I do. Well, can you send me a copy? And I said, uh, did you get a copy of that? Yeah. Nothing. So it's a pretty simple thing for people that are, you know, in the industry, we know, but um, it goes a long way making sure that you in safety. Again, I can't harp on the safety. It's just sure. making sure that, you know, they're doing the right things and they're not hanging off, you know, the wrong way upside down on their roof. Yeah. You can Google some really bad choices that contractors have made on ways to access and install things. So, and that's why they have something called OSHA. That's true. Very true. Real quick, you had talked about a wreath. And so do you help people or do you have a way for them to purchase additional things other than lights that you come in and install and and store for them? Or how does that piece work? Yeah, there's a few options. I mean, we do have one customer that bought a 60-inch wreath. It's a lighted warm white. It's got 300 or 350, don't quote me on the exact number, but 
it's not your traditional. There's a couple of lights around this wreath. When it's on, it's like a runway. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> this is, you know, it's a bullseye. You know that there's a wreath there. So in the daytime, obviously we, we like to put red bows. So you see the green with the red in the daytime. At nighttime, you just see these phenomenal white lights coming off this wreath. Um, but, you know, last year uh, we have decorative uh, hangers for garland that go around your door. So you don't have to go and take a nail and nail into your wood frames or into your brick. We've got these rods that extend. We can crank them down with a little wrench and they're very decorative and they hold it properly and they got little corners on them and everything. And when I showed that to one of the customers, he's like, can I buy that? (laughs) Sure. Why not? (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things that, um, you know, again, it's storage is the big part of it, especially when you start getting into 48 and 60 and 72 inch wreaths. Right. Um, a lot of people don't have room for that stuff, but, um, you know, we work with customers to try to help them as best as we can at the end of the day. I mean, we, we want to do as much for them as we can, but if there's something we can't do or we can get for them, we'll point them in the right direction and say, here's a number, give these people a call or call this website. Um, they've got some great stuff for you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, we have been speaking with Jay Beeler from the Window Genie of North Central San Antonio, who has been giving us all kinds of great information about how to clean windows, what his company can do, how to do that. And then uh, more importantly, for the time of year right now, with it being Christmas, uh, you know, how to get your holiday lights up and going. So if you're interested or if this information is good or if you want to ask Jay additional questions about that, you can reach Jay at 210-787-4959 and his email address where you can email him questions or information would be jbeeler and that's j-b-e-y-l-e-r at windowgenie.com so with that uh, jay we really appreciate you coming in today and you know thanks Hopefully the uh, weather will make it a little bit better for you uh, and your crews out there doing all the work right now, cleaning windows and setting up lights. Well, I appreciate the time, guys. Look forward to hearing more. And like I said, if there's any questions, we may or may not be able to help you, but we'd be more than happy to educate you on the process. Awesome, awesome. And again, ladies, thanks for joining today. And don't forget, those of you who are listeners, if you've got questions for us, please give us an email and ask away, ask questions. The email address being for your house, your home at gmail.com. The number for your house, your home at gmail.com. So with that, thanks again, Tracy. Thanks again, Katie. You're welcome. Jay, thank you. And we will see everybody later. Bye. Bye. Bye.